It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Don't you want me, Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. everybody welcome back to the everything 80s podcast powered by prime 82 restaurant i am franco in the morning find me at 100.9 k hits fm or listen online at bighitsbigfun.com also on the socials mostly hanging out on at franco in the morning on tiktok doing the history of music so uh we're back now in business with uh sean morton my partner in podcasting sean what's happening Oh, not much, buddy. How are you doing? It's been um, a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Last week, I had Jen Rex from our TikTok community fill in, and we did 80s Scandals. And that's a show that we could do again because there's so many of them, you know? Oh, that's cool. And she did such a great job. Shout out to Jen Rex and Stu Bob for his compliments on it and everybody else in the TikTok community that listened. But she's got some chops, and I think she'll be our permanent fill in when you can't show up, which we're hoping is quite often. I, listen, I can hang up right now and go back to bed. <laughs> so today Totally fine. Today uh, we're going to talk about, and I wanted to do this with Jen last week, but she goes, yeah, I didn't really like the horror movies of the 80s, so that's cool. Uh, but And then I thought maybe you, because uh, I saw pictures of you when you were little, were probably afraid of like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. Um, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I wasn't a huge um, horror fan, to be honest, growing up. But later on mm-hmm. in life, I did become more of a fan. And uh, when you start to realize what kind of uh, movies were out at that point, there's a very specific, uh, there's a huge dynamic with uh, with horror. Like you had the series, like the, the trilogies and stuff like that. But then yeah. you also had the cheesy camp as well, too. Yeah, there was a lot of cheesy camp, let me tell you. Yeah, a lot of cheesy camp. Uh, for me, I like um, a, a supernatural thriller type thing. You know, I'm not really big on the slasher movie. How about you? Do you like the slasher uh, stuff? You know, I'm 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 a I'm a scared boy sometimes. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, like I, I always say, the the worst movie I ever saw was one called In Dreams with Robert Downey Jr. I have to watch that. Um, a lot of jump scares. It was a psychological thriller. That's where, what like, I meant, psychological dreams, thriller. Yeah, I love those. The dreams came to life, and I'll never forget, I was on a double date. It was my best friend with his girl and me and some random, uh, like 25 years ago. Yeah, right. 30 years ago. And uh, they're chomping on popcorn, and me and him holding each this. other's hands, yeah, holding each other's hands. And in Dreams with Robert Downey Jr. and Nep mm. Benning, it was a terrifying movie. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. All right. Maybe it's I'll so scary. That. All right. So, like, yeah, I think the main, I think when you, I think of the 80s horror movies, I tend to feel, yeah, yeah, I feel like the slasher was was very, very popular. I don't think they went too in depth. Uh, I think the Nightmare on Elm Street series kind of pops out because that became uh, a huge pop culture hit with Freddy Krueger as well. Uh, Let's just be honest. These are not uh, going to win any awards for uh, best picture, best oh, acting, Friday night, uh, Friday thirteenth. Well, that's yeah, the, the same genre too. I mean, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, the Halloween ones. I think 
had a little more of a of bones to it to the stories a little I bit. It's a Halloween, little more believable. I watched the first Halloween every year. I think it's great. I think I love yes. the fact they did that on like a two hundred and thirty thousand dollar budget or something, maybe a hundred thousand. And it started yeah, it a, a phenomenon. It was just like the actresses talked about. Uh, like Jimmy Lee Curtis was like, you know, we had to buy uh, our own. We, we we used our own clothes. There, there was nothing, yeah. in, but it was just the POV going up the stairs and down the stairs. I mean, it was just done. It was really good. I really yeah, I liked agree. the first one. Yeah, I think out of out of those three, like those three collections, I think that has to be my favorite as oh, well. I too. love it. I do. I I do love the Rob Zombie remakes. I thought he did a great job with those two later on in the two thousands. But like any of those, I mean, you got to admit some of them are just horrific. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, what do we have? Michael Myers in space. Yeah. Uh, there's one. I think he goes to a mall. <laughs> You know, there's one where he's like in a group therapy session. Like, it's just, it's atrocious. Like, I, I can't understand where these writers came up with that. Yeah, but they just did anything to make money because it was, you know, oh, yeah. they didn't care. They just threw it out there, you know, <laughs> group yeah, therapy definitely. session. Yeah, it's stupid, you know. That's true. Uh, no. No, okay. You're See, I'm a comedian. That's right, you're a comedian. And, okay, you're a joke okay, maker. Yeah. yeah okay, uh, the other ones I loved too, which I thought were again very unbelievable, but they're very scary. Was Child's Play with Chucky? You know they were scary. They were kind of scary because let's be honest, we all had that aunt who had the dolls that would be in the living room, right? Right. And the and you would think that you know these are the most creepy things you could ever imagine. And every once in a while, when nobody else is in the room, the Your doll's eyes would move at right. you. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, terrified. My aunt still has them. She's 94 years old. Every time I go to her house, I hide one of these dolls. Right. Because she has like 30 of them all over the place. Well, do you remember, and you probably had one because you probably didn't have friends, there was a doll called My Buddy. Yeah, so I had a lot of friends, and I was more of a Cabbage Patch kid, okay. by the way. <laughs> Why am I surprised? <laughs> yeah, my mom, well, listen, my mom has a shopaholic, and uh, she put me four Cabbage Patches. And mm -hmm. I remember the one was named Zachary, and one was named Megan. That's the kind of memory that I have. Right, 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 right. And I had uh -huh. another one, I forgot his name, but there was four of them. There was, I had four Cabbage Patch dolls, which is very healthy, and, and explains a lot why I curse and scream a lot on stage. <laughs> anyway... Um, you know what? It, you know, talk about the ones that are really bad. Now I don't know if this was '90s or whatever it was, but I, and and Father of the Year, I watched it with my daughter Ashley when she was like nine or something. It's a movie called May, and it's about a girl who's trying to build the perfect guy. So every time she meets somebody, oh, he has nice hands. The next thing you know, that guy's dead. And she's got his hands put somewhere. Oh, what beautiful eyes. And so she actually like took these guys apart and would kill them, and then take different parts of their body and make the perfect man. Okay, so now they, I'm so happy you said that because in the May. '90s, uh -huh. in the '90s, there is a uh, a horrible uh, horror movie. It's called Rock and Roll Frankenstein, <laughs> which is the, it's the same it's the same premise. Yeah. What they did was they tried to extract the best body parts of every major rock star that was dead. So what they did was they took Jim Morrison's voice. They took Jimi Hendrix's hands. No, it's Morrison's face. Right. Morrison's face, Hendrix's hands. They took Elvis's hips. But by mistake, they took Liberace's private parts. So right. the, the thing was, you know, it wasn't like he was, he was gay. Uh, but it yeah, was but just, it, it still was works, so, right? it worked. Yeah. But like, here he was, he was like, all these women are falling all over him. And he's just like, I don't care. And he's just going to the other direction. <laughs> 
but that was a, that, it's a horrific horror movie. Right. Absolutely horrific. Uh, see, for me, though, with the 80s, what I associate with, and it was a very big part of my growing up, too, and he's still a very important part. I always think of the Stephen King movies that were adapted oh, from his guy, books. Christine. I read so many of his books. My mom was a gigantic Stephen King fan, still is to this day, still reads everything he puts out. Um, and, and just think of the eight, just the 80s alone, they had The Shining, which to me is still one of the scariest things you'll ever see on television. That's a great uh, movie, you know. And, it really um, is. And Stanley Kubrick only did six movies, and they were all Scary, amazing. isn't it? All amazing. Scary? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Shelley Duvall, I, I hate her, but not on a <laughs> level that I hate uh, Talia Shire. Right. You really I hate will tell you that. Yeah, you hate I, her. I hate her with every molecule in my body. Why? It's uh, Rocky Wynn. You know, she says you can't win. That's well, the reason then she why. She says win. Yeah, because she got flack from everybody. She just had That's a baby. Why. Oh, I don't care. Don't don't pull that oh, postpartum oh, stuff with me. Four. She said that in Rocky Four. Which is the only one that matters, Franco? Oh, please, they don't even start with that. So we have uh, Rocky Pet One. Sem- you wouldn't have Rocky Two, Three, or Four. So Rocky One is good. Rocky One is good. Two is good. Three kind of slips a little bit because I hate Clubber Lang. Mickey dies. That's kind of sad. Four is just the quintessential movie. What are we waiting for? Uh, yeah, Mick. Maybe we shouldn't do this. God, he's so bad. Is it? And now I gotta watch. Her, and now I gotta watch a reality show with him and his and his five hot daughters. That's even worse. <laughs> his daughters oh, are hot. God, yeah. Uh, fan, the family Stallone, it's called. And uh, one sounds like him too. One sounds like if Stallone took a little bit of helium and they they just upped the, the octave in his voice. Sounds you, just like him. Why do you have to watch it? Because I'm addicted to trash television. There is so much horribleness going on in the world that I refuse to watch the news anymore. Oh God, and I would me. much rather I would much rather spend my days watching my big fat American Gypsy wedding do than watch, anything on television. Do you watch? The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Tell me you don't. No, okay. no, I don't watch that stuff. I don't watch Survivor. Yeah. Um, I don't watch a lot of those like horrors, you know, that that kind of stuff. I refuse to watch that. But like real trash reality TV. Oh, sign How me up. How about my 600 pound life? Do you watch that? Uh, apparently you have not listened to my act for the past eight years that I'm working for you, which I do reference that. But yes, I have watched that. And sometimes I, I have to turn it off mm-hmm. uh, because it's a slippery slope. Right, you know and what that I mean? doctor it, is like, you know, hey, you're, you know, you're enabling him. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I love when he goes, like the ladies will go, well, I just can't eat vegetables. He'll yeah. go, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's such, he's so mean and I love him, but I can't watch the people on the show. Oh my God, it's so hard to watch. But, you know, you wish oh, them God, all. Oh God, yeah. Wish them all. You know, so I'm going to digress for a second because, you know, yeah. we're talking about a lot of different stuff. I haven't watched, I used to be... A crazy Netflix binger till I got on TikTok. Okay. Yes. So I haven't watched anything since Ozark, which I think we both loved, right? Uh, you saw it, I, and I, it's on my cube oh on my your recommendation. God, you haven't watched it? Have you watched Bloodline? No. I watched Bloodline years ago. No, I, I that, don't watch a lot right. of uh, scripted TV. So I saw a clip on YouTube, but it didn't say what the movie was or the series. So I found it. It's called Finest Kind. Ricky Lee uh, Jones. No, what? It, um, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. And I'm going to watch it. It looks awesome. There's a lot of good stuff that's on Tommy there now. Tommy Lee Jones, um, Finest Kind. It just looks great. I will tell you the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm is yeah. uh, definitely holding up. 
I'm very is sad it? that it's the last season. It's always the uh, last season with him, but I don't no, have no, HBO it's the, anymore. It's, so. it's the final season. Um, Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman is a character I did not realize that the show needed. And my God, she is brutally Wasn't funny. Wasn't she on that before? Doesn't she play the sister who came out of the... She, no, she was on last year. He She plays an assembly woman that Larry <laughs> David... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he gets romantically involved with, yeah, so she can repeal a law. Fence, get out of putting a fool around his fence or something. And now, and now she, uh, and and now it's it's getting more involved as the season goes on. And she's just brilliant, absolutely. And brilliant. he's like, it's so grossed out in bed with her. He's like, oh god, they're at a dinner party last week, and she goes, "Do you release a ses- a sex musk?" I release a musk. Oh, she's gross. And his and his face is just melting. It's I- it's. Brutal. I have to tell Kimberly to get the HBO. Just get it for a weekend and I'll do I'll give you my password. I'll give you my sign on. It's illegal. I don't do illegal activities on the podcast. Yes. I know. All all seven listeners are going to (laughs) really rat us out. I know. I was telling somebody here that, you know, between my podcast, my, the radio station I'm on here and, uh, well, both of those. You could add them up. I have more listeners on my internet station. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But listen, it's just the way that it's just the way the market goes. It's yeah. just the way a lot of stuff goes. But let's go back to um I know because we both have a little ADD today. Yeah. Uh, I'll run through some of the other Stephen yeah, King ones that I think yeah, were okay. great. Carrie Pet Cemetery Pet Oh yeah, Carrie's amazing. Uh Pet Cemetery scared mm. the hell out of me too. Uh Christine, like you mentioned before, mm. a car that comes to life. Terrifying. Mm. Uh, the original It, not the remake. That's the what original everybody says. It. The one that was, and that was actually on network television. Yes, frightening. <laughs> Imagine that. Frightening. That was on network TV, and that was frightening. And at the time, the longest book I ever read in my life, Salem's Lot, which right. was also, I believe, on television. Yeah, as well. David Soul was in that, and he just passed away oh, recently. So what a just he he's just he's so weird. Like typical New Englander, like just twisted in the brain, you know, just what? definitely doesn't think, just definitely doesn't think like normal people do in the rest of the country. Yeah. But that's why I love him. I'm a know? New Englander. I, I that's and, and you're really good at catching subtle digs too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Poltergeist was a huge movie as well, and it, it had a lot of controversy around it too. Mm-hmm. Everybody dying on the set. Yeah, that poor little girl. Yeah. That poor little girl died. Like she was like seven years old. Yep. And they think the movie was cursed. Uh, and then they have like a corny one, which I don't really like, but it was, it's still to this day a huge pop culture hit. It was uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it once and just once because it's really atrocious. <laughs> but you like that stuff. I do. I do. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. There's also a great one. I don't know if you ever heard it. This is a personal favorite. And it could be the 80s, and I'm not 100% sure, but I, I think it is. Like it. It's called Basket Case. Did you ever hear about this? No. So it's a guy whose twin brother is basically a, a gelatinous blob of mess, and he keeps him in a basket. But the but the dude is evil, and he comes out and he kills people. But he has no arms; like he's just a blob, and he lives in like a picnic basket. It's the stupidest movie, <laughs> but it scared the hell out of me growing up. Um, oh, it's what really about good. Cujo? Does Cujo count? Um, you know, there was a couple movies that popped up on the list that I just didn't put on. Cujo, I didn't put on, even yeah. though it is kind of a horror. They said Beetlejuice, too. Like, I wouldn't put Beetlejuice as a horror movie. Look at the Lost Boys on this list I'm looking at. 
Lost Boys, I could see. Yeah, I could definitely see oh, the that. Dug that. All the hot dudes were in that. Oh, oh listen, yeah, you had yeah, both yeah, Corey. You yeah. had both Corey's. You yep. had Jason Patrick. You had Kiefer Sutherland. You had the uh, the the the, uh, the the Ted from Bill and Ted because mm-hmm. nobody remembers his name. Ted. Everybody knows who Keanu Reeves is. <laughs> how about the, how about the Fog? Wasn't Adrian Barbeau in the Fog? I remember that. Oh, she was. Uh, she was kind of a sexy thing. She was always on a love boat. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye was. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember was... that. I do that remember was Stephen Cat's King Eye. too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good. I think so. I want yeah, people I was don't to realize smoking or something. Uh, people don't realize how many things he wrote too. That oh my god! Well, he wrote thinner. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you remember Thinner? Right, but it's, Thinner was a great movie. It's another horror movie too. But, but Shawshank like it was about Redemption is totally out of his genre. Oh, huge! What I mean, he also movie. wrote the uh, short story, which became The Running Man with with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Which was a and uh, Richard Dawson, which was a scary sci-fi movie, and, and one of the TV greatest. Might get to that, <laughs> yeah, right. And then one of the greatest movies ever, Stand by Me, was a short story of his too. Yeah, that's right. He had one short story oh, which frightened case. me. It was called the. <laughs> it was called the. I think it was called the Long Mile or the Longest Mile. So it was basically a competition that you had to join, and you had to just keep walking, and you could not stop, and you had to stay above three miles an hour. And if you fell under three miles an hour for more than one minute, they would shoot you in the head and kill you. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Like, I could probably last... I'd say a good three hour at pace. You think so? Hey, basket man, you say, can you, you just in the head like all these army guys driving alongside you, monitoring you? Army and like, guys, if you dropped under it, if you stopped to, to pee, boom, you were done. You yeah, shoot yeah. you right in the head. Now, scary that, stuff. Did you say that last movie was called Basket Case with the Clown? Because that. But uh, Sean, I have two more. Wait a minute, can you not hear me, or are you just not listening? I, something just froze on me for some reason. I thought you were ignoring me. I was asking you, did you say the movie Basket Case? Because that isn't about a clown. It's about Siamese twins uh, who joined forces to stalk the physician that separated them at birth. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. He lives in a basket. <laughs> he lives in a basket. I thought you said it was Yeah, a clown. you know what happened to my- no, no, it was like a gelatinous blob that lived in a basket, blob, killer yeah. clowns from outer space. Oh, yeah. No, I think my my Siri went off and it fro and it locked me out of the podcast for a few seconds, I which I'm sorry, people. Me. No, people, I'm very sorry that you had to deal with listening to Franco for about 45 seconds, but I'm back they now, so we're okay. I'm I so sorry for them. Swamp Bloods thing. punishment. I'm just Bloods going punishment. I got two more on my yeah, list. Um, yeah, I got uh, Creep Show and Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. And I think those are still both very, very popular. And uh, I still have both of those T-shirts, by the way. <laughs> now, you had asked me a question. Now, I wasn't sure if this was part of the podcast or not. Uh-oh, but you wanted, you wanted me to come up with my ultimate band of people that are still alive. Yeah, let's say if you could pick four. Four. I came up with, I think... Could be the greatest super group All right, ever put Robert together. Plant out front. Who do you have out front? Let's start no, here. you want to start up front? Yeah. Okay, I have a surprise up front with Ann Wilson from Heart. Ah, huh, interesting. Because she can do the female stuff and she can cover the male high pitched seventies rock stuff. Okay. On bass guitar, I hate saying this. Paul McCartney. I have Paul McCartney on bass. <laughs> 
I have Brian May from Queen on guitar. Wow. And I have Dave Grohl on drums. Nice. Dave Grohl. Nice. Because that way you can have a rhythm guitar player. You can have backup vocals. He can sing the male vocals as well, because McCartney really can't sing. Let's just be honest. And then you have... And uh, I think that'd be a nice accompaniment. I think that is an ultimate, perfect... Brian May. Brian May, Paul McCartney, Dave Grohl, and Wilson. I love the. I, I would have never thought of Dave Grohl. That's that's because you're Gen Z, Gen X. Gen X. I yes, would not have I, think I, I, I would have thought. I don't know who I would have had on drums. I actually toyed around with putting John Paul Jones on bass. Yeah. And and the simple reason why is because I don't know if you ever heard of this band. That's called Them Crooked Vultures. Uh yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah. It's Dave Grohl on drums and John Paul on bass and uh, Josh right. Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, they're good. Vocals. I like them. Yeah. Very good stuff. So. I thought about that, but then I just figured, let me just put McCartney in to shut you up for once. Yeah. All right. That's not going to work. But all right. So I'm going to I'm going to use your four as an example and put this out to our community okay. uh, and see what we get. That works for me. All right, man. Thanks, Sean. Uh, have a great week. It. I'm going to see you soon, right? We have a show in April. Well, it's not super. Uh, no, I'm going to be with you in March as well. March <laughs> 29th. Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. Oh, I'm working on that hotel for you. I'll call the guy again. All right, uh, it's powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Thanks, everybody. Later, Sean. Later, buddy.